everybody. Welcome to the Thrive Life Podcast. I'm your host, Roy Alexander. I got a great show coming up for you, and we're just going to get to that in just about one minute. All right, everybody. Like I said, this is the Thrive Life Podcast, and I am your host, Roy Alexander. And today, I got a very good show coming for you. Something that I've been thinking about actually an awful lot. Over the last year, I uh, had a uh, recently, I don't know if you've uh, checked this out, but every Friday I bring out my Thrive Friday, which is uh, a little segment anywhere between anywhere between four and ten minutes long where I talk about things that are on my mind or something I've been thinking about all week or maybe it's something that's just going on uh, in the world. So it's just something, you know, where uh, I give a little update of something that's been on my mind for the entire weekend. What I talked about was choosing wisely. And what I meant from that was choosing your friends wisely. And that's what today's podcast is about. Because um, over the last year, I've had a lot of changes. Uh, there's been a lot of changes in my life um, when it comes to, you know, the people that I socialize with and the people that I want to socialize with. And, you know, I'm, I'm not saying, you know, I'm definitely, you know, I'm not saying I'm hanging around with a ton of bad people. You know, I'm not like that. I'm actually pretty quiet and uh, uh, pretty quiet, just kind of mind my own business. But, you know, there, there have been people when you uh, when you move around the world a lot like I do, you know, and I live in a lot of different countries. If you don't know me, I'm uh, originally from near Toronto, but I've lived in Vancouver, Canada for a long time. I consider Vancouver, Canada. Uh, I can tell people if I was to go back to Canada, it would be Vancouver. That's my hometown. I keep my driver's license from Vancouver. And uh, if you've ever been to Canada, I personally, I think it's the only good place to live. Um, but, you know, I moved from Vancouver, Canada. I moved to Hong Kong uh, and I was there for nearly a year, I think about nine months. And then from there, um, I ended up in Taiwan, uh, in Taipei. So that was interesting. That was only for three months. Uh, and then that led me to uh, Indonesia, to Jakarta, which is the capital of Indonesia. Uh, and then from Indonesia, I ended up in Thailand, where I am currently am right now. Um, but you know, through one of the uh, through my different business ventures, I travel Asia a lot. I do a lot of workshops, courses, and speaking events. And uh, I've been to um, you know just this month for the for instance, in the next uh, five weeks, I have uh, Myanmar coming up in two weeks exactly. So I'm going uh, there, and then two weeks after that. I head to the Philippines, to Manila, where I do a number of uh, courses and I have some public workshops going on as well. And then after that, three weeks after that, I head to, or yeah, three weeks after that, exactly, actually, I head to Malaysia, um, where I'll be doing some courses and workshops there as well. Some fun ones, um, public ones there for men and women, mostly regarding fat loss and muscle gain, um, but some stuff on optimal nutrition and fitness as well. So. But, you know, obviously, you know, when you're traveling around a lot, especially when you're working for other people, you, um, you tend to not be able to really choose the people that you're around a lot. You know, you, they kind of get chosen for you. And, uh, you know, my old job, uh, I've just recently left my job and I've started my very own um, ventures. Uh, it's taken me a long time. Every time I try to start, somebody comes around and tries to take me away. 
Uh, and that's partially where this came from because it almost happened again very recently where I almost, you know, I stuck to my guns this time, but I had somebody came along with an offer, you know, wanted to take it away. And, you know, I said no, and I wanted to focus on my own things. And I got told, well, your own things never work. I'm like, well, it's because every time I try to focus on my own things, somebody like you pops up and takes me away from my focus. So um, I know that my things are going to work because, for instance, my Thrive Academy, um, in the last three weeks alone, I've picked up three more countries with another two for sure. We're going to be holding some courses um, as well in Cambodia and Vietnam, maybe on the agenda too for later on this year. So uh, really exciting, you know, five countries in, over the holidays that I added on. So looking forward to that. But getting back to what I was talking about was, you know, one of the things that, you know, I, I have a very, very good friend, one of my good friends, uh, her name is Susanna. She's the one that actually brought me to Asia in the first place. Um, when she said, you know, we really should go to Asia. Um, she got a great job offered. She said, you really should think about moving to Asia as well, just because there's so much opportunity there in the fitness and the health uh, division, especially in countries like China and India, where a huge population and fitness is exploding. For instance, uh, Indonesia, one of the fastest growing middle class incomes in the world where they're really focused on health and fitness. So, uh, you know, that's a country that I would like to get back into doing some stuff there. It's just a lot of the times when you're dealing with these countries in Southeast Asia, yeah, the infrastructures are not there. And finding the right people, finding the right people has been extremely hard. Um, and, you know, because a lot of people in Asia, um, it's kind of like, a, a very, you know, they're very touristy. So, People are here for three months, six months, a year. A lot of people are here in working vacation mode, meaning that they're here and they're working, but you know it's still vacation. So basically what you say is you get a lot of flaky people. There's a lot of flaky people. It's not just me saying it. You know, I write for a couple of magazines here and they're always saying, yeah, we have a heck of a time with writers because they'll say, yeah, we're gonna write for you. And then it's like uh, the woman breaks up with her boyfriend, so she flies away, or the guy's busy chasing our girls, so he takes off, or you know, some adventure comes up somewhere and they just end up taking off. So it's very hard to find those people that you can really, really count on. And you know, there's also a lot of a lot of talkers as well in Asia, you know, you find a lot of that. But anyways, I've sat down, I've developed my own projects, and what I really had to do is I had to take a really good look. Um, I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Let, let me put this into some perspective. So I listen to a lot of podcasts. And one of the things that's been coming up a lot lately is the saying that you are the sum of the five people you hang out with the most. That's one idea. Another idea that I've heard a lot of lately is the you should always be the dumbest guy in the room. You should always be the poorest guy in the room. You should always be the, um, uh, the, the weakest guy in the room. Uh, you should probably, you got, should kind of be the worst in the room for everything. And it makes sense when you think about it, because why? What does that mean if you're the weakest guy, say, in the gym? Well, that means that everybody else around you is stronger, and you're going to try your damn best to catch up. And you're going to have people there that will be able to show you the tools that you need to get there. Same thing, you want to be the poorest guy in the room because that means everybody else there has more money than you and everybody else is more successful financially than you. And they, uh, you know, you're going to be there. To, they're, going to, they're going to help you raise up your finances. You'll be able to get ideas from them. So you always kind of want to be that guy. And the, the, My problem was I was finding that, uh, you know, I, that's, I was not in that position at all. Um, I was dealing with a lot of people who you know, are having a lot of money problems. Um, 
you know, one of the things that definitely that I've met out here in Asia, like I said, there's a lot of talkers, is a lot of people who, um, you know, they have this spider web of, uh, of um, things they want to accomplish. So they'll have this business and let's say the business has your, your, your umbrella corporation. And then from there you have this division and that 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 division. So they have this spider web that they actually usually need to get a whiteboard and they have to explain how it all works. This is the problem I've had honestly in, the, in, the, in two of the countries that was somebody I've worked with or for. Um, you know, and usually the reason they have that many, basically is this, that they always have lots of things going on and none of them ever do well. So, you know, like the last company I worked for, just in the last year, uh, and one of the reasons I'm on my own now is, you know, they, they kept shutting down things that weren't working because they weren't putting the proper resources into the things to make it work. So now the directors kind of, uh, uh, the directors of each organization just kind of got fed up and left. And, you know, I've seen this happen too many times. And, you know, so I was kind of looking at the people that I was, you know, I was surrounded by and I was like, you know, I, none of you, there's nobody here that I really find overly inspiring. There's nobody that, there's nobody that I'm inspiring to be like. There's, there's a lot of talking, but very little action. Um, and, you know, I'm a big person, especially the last year, 2016. 2016 really was, for me, was about setting up 2017. So I spent the entire year setting plans into motion that were going to help me with exactly what's happened uh, just in the last three weeks, like I said, you know, with my one business, the Academy, I've brought on three new countries for sure. And I'm looking at bringing on another two or three by mid-year. Uh, I've started to really change who I'm talking to, too. I had to, and I talked about this on my, uh, my Thrive Friday. I blocked a number of people on Facebook, people that I've known for a while now, but people who are just not they, were, they weren't the kind of people that I need in my life, and not, and not just now, but people I need in my life in general. So I talked about, you know, you have these different, you, you can have people that make you laugh. And if you have people that make you laugh and have a good time, now maybe they don't add anything to you financially, they don't add anything to your business, but you can get together with them and you have a good time. Those people are going to help you release stress. You just have a great time. You keep those people around. Those are people on your A-list. And I talked about having a you know, almost, uh, you have to do a friend inventory, but we'll talk about that in a couple of minutes. So, you know, then you have the people that are, the, the people with the finances that are going to help move you up versus the people who are always complaining. Um, you know, the last job I had, you know, there was my couple workers who were supposedly there to, you know, help me figure out solutions. All I would ever get was, well, that's not going to work. Well, that's not going to work. And I said, okay, great. I, I, you know what? It probably won't work and that's fine. Can you give me a solution or an idea of what might work? It, it was just blank. There was no answer. So I had to create a rule that said, um, okay, you're not allowed to say anything won't work unless you have a reason or something we can do to make it work. So if you're going to say that won't work because of this, then say, but we could try this. And you know what? I think that was the last meeting actually we ever had. <laughs> I'm not joking. Actually, I think that was the actually last meeting because nobody can come up with any solution. So one of the things I had to get rid of was the negative people. People are always telling you about all the reasons things won't work, but nobody will make you work. So 
Now, in the United States, I know in Canada and stuff like that, a lot of companies are doing masterminds, and that's one of the things that I'm looking at doing. And now, over here in Asia, you say mastermind, nobody has a clue what they are. But what a mastermind is, for those of you that might not know, is it's a group of individuals who are usually quite often in the same category. So let's say it's a, a, all gym owners. So a bunch of gym owners get together, a uh, very small group, maybe anywhere between 10 and 30 of them. And they discuss their gyms, they discuss their successes, their failures, there's some lessons in there. Usually there's gonna be key speakers, there might be hot seats. Um, usually you have one or two special guests that come along. So let's say I had a room full of gym owners. Uh, I might invite somebody who's a specialist in um, marketing. So somebody can come along and talk about marketing so then they can learn, oh, these are the mistakes that I made in marketing. Maybe somebody on website design, so they can say, okay, well, you're trying to attract you know, 35-year-old uh, Chinese women and yet your website's black and red and it's got chains on it everywhere. So that you're sending the wrong message. So you have that, you also have some fun fitness activities for the kind of stuff people are into. So that's one of the things I really wanna to put together this year is a Thrive uh, Mastermind by the end of the year. My guess it's probably gonna be in that fitness and health industry, so we'll see. Uh, one of the things I have to do, obviously, is start finding the people, because you know you really do, to these, you, you, you don't wanna bring the people with a lot of problems there are for successful people so what you want to do is you want to bring successful people who are looking to get better so one of the things i have to do myself is go and find more successful people long story short i've been surrounded quite a lot in the last couple years by what i would consider not successful people people who i don't really want to mold myself after and so for me to change the way that you know i was heading i have to do this entirely new route so you know, so I said, you know, you got people that make you laugh great, keep them. People who raise you financially, keep them. Uh, people who you can rely on for emotional support, keep those. But get rid of all the naysayers, get rid of the backstabbers, get rid of those people who are nice to you. For you know who they are. You know when you go to somebody and you're just like, oh, I just don't want to see that person. You know, just or you're just like, how can I get out of this conversation quick? Don't be surrounded by those. It's a choice. You have the choice to see them or not see them. So do what you have to do. Block them on Facebook. Don't go to events where you know they're going to be. Just avoid them, okay? It's all in your power to do that. So I talked a little while about an inventory. So what you can do is, you, you know, you can do an, an, a grading, A, B, C, D, F. And then what you're going to do is you're going to take all the Fs right away and you're going to put them into a grade. So you can write down the names of everybody in your circle and you can start placing them. Okay, this guy's an A. This guy or this girl, they make me feel great. This person there, they're helping me. Um, they're going to do this. They're doing that. They're always helping with my ideas. They support my stuff. They go in the A's. The B's are the ones that, you know, maybe they're good friends. They're, they're friends that you can have a good time with, but, you know, they don't necessarily bring a whole lot to you except you know they feel good so they can go in the b's and you're going to hang out with them maybe they're like your weekend friends okay so the a's the people that you want to surround yourself with every day the b's the people that you know maybe it's like boys night out or whatever you know girls night out whatever it's going to be so you can hang out with them you get the c's the goal is obviously with the c's these are going to be casual acquaintances sort of um the goal is with the c's they can either you know try to make them b's if you can um, and then the D's, honestly, and the F's go out. Now, that's one way to do it. The other way, of course, is just having a column. Just, you know, just say the person's name out loud, think about them, and they're either, you're either gonna get a positive feeling or you're gonna get a negative feeling. And if you get a negative feeling, you just put them in the negative column and you avoid them. And I really think that's the best way to go. You know, 
I've had to make a lot of very serious cuts to people and some very serious cutbacks. And I'm not saying these are bad people, they just don't serve what I am trying to do with myself and my life. So, you know, so that's, that's one big thing. Um, you, you really do have to be careful, you know, with the people that you surround yourself with because it, it really is true. The f some of the five people you hang out with. So you gotta look around and see the people that you are talking to, you know, are they the kind of people that are going to bring you up? Are they there to help you or are they not? So a social inventory is a really good idea. The pros and cons, uh, you know, the pro and con list. Do I feel good about them? Do I not feel good about them? Um, that's something else you want to do because you, you just, you have to have positive people in your life. You're never going to get anywhere in your career, especially when you're trying to grow something like I am. You know, you really have to surround yourself with those good, positive people. So. One of the things you know I've set out on doing is starting to create an entire new social circle for myself. So, um, you know, I've started writing for uh, a couple new magazines, and I've uh, been communicating with them. And you know, the, what I like, especially the one, um, the one that I'm working with, very, very open to um, changes because they want to grow from being a magazine uh, into a media company. So. There, you know, we sit with them. I get together with her. We have a great conversation, and uh, you know, they're very into the idea of the masterminds, doing videos. So, you know, and the thing is, they know very good people as well. So, you know, by hanging out with people like that and getting to associate with people like that, I just come home and I feel good. You know, I come home and I just feel like, wow, that was a great meeting, and you just feel good. And that's that uh, that makes all the difference. When you come back from a meeting and you're just like negative and you're pissed off, and you're thinking, well, that was a waste of time like at the old job I was at, not a good feeling. But when you come back from a meeting like this and you're feeling energized and you're feeling ready to go, like you sit down and you just write that article right away. You sit down and you, you do your blog, you do whatever it is that you want to do. You know, you record a podcast because you just feel so good because it's nice to be surrounded by those people with energy. And then, like I said, my friend Susanna over there in, um, in, Thai, in, uh, in the Philippines, she is working very much on some amazing projects and you know we're gonna be working together a lot she knows a lot of great people she just did a big charity raise um, for children in Nepal um, that I donated to I was actually the first person to donate to it so it's for children in, in Nepal for schooling um, so she's got some great stuff going on you know and then as soon as she puts it out there she surrounds herself with those sorts of people so the second person that popped up on there just said right off the top I'll donate a thousand dollars US you know to that and I'm like wow those are the kinds of people that, you know, she has surrounded herself with. And even in her business dealings, you know, she's talking to a lot of very well-known, very successful, very open-minded people um, in the United States for working on some projects. And, you know, I talk to her and I get excited for her and then she gets excited for me. We get excited for each other's projects. And we talk about how we can work together. So those are the kinds of people that you really want to associate yourself with, guys. So... I guess this is a fairly short podcast because I just really wanted to bring it to your attention, you know, to really think about the people you're hanging out with because now is the time to make the change that you need. We're going into 2017, you know, we're, we're a couple weeks in now and a lot of people are doing that resolution stuff and I was going to do a, a talk about resolutions and all that sort of stuff, but, um, you know, I don't want to talk about resolutions What because they don't work. You know, I've talked about this before. 90% of them don't work. So what you need to do is you need to make changes in your life in the parts that are weak. 
Now, if that's your health, then make changes and educated changes in your health. If you don't know what that means, if you keep trying to lose weight and it doesn't work, then that means you're not educated properly enough. Go out there and get a nutritionist. Yes, that is somebody with a degree or somebody with a certificate in nutrition that can help you. Don't just go off because you think you know how to eat well. If you knew how to eat well, you would not be overweight. I mean, it's a very simple fact. Every time I do nutrition consults, the first thing I get from the extremely overweight people that with the diabetes and everything like that is they know how to eat well, they just don't. Well, no offense, but you don't know how to eat well because it's not that hard. It's really not that hard to eat vegetables. It's not. So if it's health, go out there and change your health. If you need a fitness professional, you need somebody to help you with your fitness program, get out there and do it. Don't do the DVDs. Get out there and follow somebody with a coaching program, you know? I am always available, of course, for stuff too, but you know, there's tons of guys out there, like lots of these podcaster guys too, that are very popular. They, they're all out there to help you. So look into a coaching program, look into a nutrition program. If it's the people that you're surrounding yourself with, the naysayers, the negatives, then get rid of those people. If it's your job that you hate, then figure out a way to get out of that job. What is it you hate about that job? Can you change that? Or can you not? If you can't, life is too short to work at a job you hate. Now I know we all have kids. Listen, I got a kid too. And you know, I started January with uh, no legal work permit to stay in this country uh, and no salary. I, mean, I had a double whammy as of January the 1st. I'm in a foreign country that I was not even now I'm illegally again because I created it myself, but I was not legally allowed to even be here. And I, I don't even have a salary coming in. So I have to do it all on my own. I have this five-story house, and I have a kid to take care of. He's 16 months now. And, you know, I just had to do this all on my own. So, you know, am I worried? Am I freaked out? Yeah, but that's why I knew it was going to be happening. So that's why I started putting my plans into place a long time ago. I'm not saying to quit your job tomorrow, but what can you do now that maybe in three months or six months or a year or two years? Who cares? So you're 35 years old and you hate your job. Well, okay, fine, but. Do whatever you gotta do so by the time you're 36 or you're 37, you can be out doing something that you love. The world is so open now with the internet. I mean, there's nothing you can't do. Just find out what your passion is and figure out how you can make money on your passion. So you got your health, you got your finances, you got the people you're surrounded with. There's so many things that are better than a resolution, you know, because Usually the resolutions always revolve around some kind of problem. And the problem is it's not the problem. Not, you're not overweight just because some freak thing you're overweight. You're overweight because there's different aspects of your life that are not working. So what you can do is you can tweak all those little, those little things and that's going to help you lose weight. Yeah, you have to focus on your nutrition more and you have to focus on your exercise. But I guarantee you, you're not hanging out with amazingly super, you know, amazingly super uplifting people. You probably don't have an amazing super job that you really love and you're proud of going every day if you're, honestly, if you're kind of overweight and out of shape. There's other things that are happening in your life that are helping you stay overweight. So I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope it got you thinking a little bit just about who you hang out with and maybe some of the things that you can do to improve your life and start changing it for the positive. So I hope you guys join me again uh, with my Thrive Life podcast. It comes out every single Tuesday. So until then, guys, I will talk to you soon.